what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, August 14th, 2020, episode number 147. Guess what, Carter? It's one week till Indy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bam. Right around the corner. It's race day next weekend. Next Thursday, we'll be doing a little AFT show live at the Indy Mile. Yeah. Next Friday and Saturday, we'll be running the Indy Mile. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be cool to see how that works. uh, all works out. It's a whole weekend of Indy, too, right? You got the 500 that weekend. Um, so it'll be a lot of racing and there. the Hoosier 100s later on Sunday night as well. So we're there Friday night, Saturday night on the same track as the Hoosier 100 just down the road in Speedway, Indiana is the Indianapolis 500. No fans at the Indy 500 though. So hopefully there's fans at our races. Uh, they're not selling tickets, are they? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, mean, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen any promotion for it, so I don't think they are, but either way they'll be racing. Um, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing all that. I'll be uh, on the Pacific Northwest out in Washougal, but uh, I'll definitely be watching on my NBC Gold app or whatever there. What is it? Is it right? Track Pass. Track I'll be Pass. Wa- but I'll be watching on Track Pass for sure. You can you can bleed I at. I can. You're gonna be out there playing in the mud in the motocross. You know it. Hopefully, there's not any mud. Washougal is almost always nicer when it's not a muddy mess. Um, yep. But but yeah, I we'll be out it. there for that. Be so good. your first your first motocross this weekend though out at uh, Loretta Lens. Yeah, I'm actually driving up for it because I don't know why I did that to myself, but because uh, you don't have a map. I I don't know. I didn't think it would be that bad of a drive, but it's like ten hours. But whatever, I'm cool with the long drive. I can, I'm completely fine with a long drive. So I just right. I wasn't ready to fly, even though I'm flying next weekend. I should have we'll totally. One more week, yeah, one week, one week difference. Should have totally booked a flight but whatever i'm a dumbass oh well too late now but yeah friday i'll be driving up did you watch the aft show last night i did it was awesome uh good to see brad uh baker always good to hear from brad and uh i didn't really know nick armstrong so it was cool to hear from him too nick's kind of a quieter guy he's been at the game for a long time he's got a lot of racing history in his in his blood his uncle used to help out wayne rainey who now runs moto america and he kind of runs the number 60 to kind of pay honor and homage to wayne rainey i like it I may be off on this, but the, there's an episode that we recorded. I think it was like the, wasn't that his it was Nick's, grandfather? Nick's uncle. Oh, it his was uncle. Nick's uncle, Itchy or Itch. I think they call him Itch or Big Itch or something like that. And the the audio quality was not good. Yeah, it was like. I don't think we ever even put it out. Uh, we'll have to figure out. I'll have to go back and see if I can figure that out. Because there was some of it that was good, and he's like old school flat tracker, so it might be. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to dig through their archives and see if I can figure that one out. Did you get on Twitter this week and, and uh, see what the mud flap said? No, but you told me there's a tweet. A what, is, what does the tweet say? So the Kentucky mud flap, yeah. who's a big fan of off the groove, he Huge said, which, which single digit number will Briar Bauman have next season? One or three that is the real flap question and he tagged you me Corey, <laughs> off the groove indian motorcycle and american flat track so basically what he's saying is the big question of the year should be is briar gonna have you know a good year and, and win the championship i mean or see is, is he gonna have to rock the three next year what other question is there i think that is the question right right now based on the first two rounds jared's making it look like you know maybe number three next year for briar 
Um, but I'm sure Briar, Mr. Consistency, will remain up there with him. And it only takes one race slipping up or, you know, a, a hot streak mid-season. And tables turn real quick. So many factors, so many factors. And, you know, we're going to Andy Mile. We have the Springfield Mile. All the rest are, are, are right now are half miles. I think the half miles kind of fit Jared a little bit more than Briar. And the miles kind of do too. But, you know, Briar was on fire last year. If he can pick it up where he left off, I know he had a little bit of a, a personal issue going on down there at uh, Volusia. Maybe took him a little bit off of his game, maybe. I'm not saying that for sure, but, you know, if he can still finish second and having a, a few issues right there, uh, you know, you can't count him out. You definitely can't count him out yet. If uh, if last year proved anything, it's a Jeremy's can have bad luck. There were several races where he uh, had a mechanical or had an issue. It, it can happen. He is human. Uh, so... All Briar needs to do is hang in there and uh, take advantage of that when the opportunity presents itself, and uh, he's right there in the mix. But, uh, yeah, I think that one's going to go all the way down to the wire at the end of the season, hopefully. Absolutely. And I want to talk about Indy just a little bit more because Indy's a track where Briar, if the, if the track stays loose enough up top, Briar's not scared to go right up there. Neither is Brian Smith. So I expect both those two riders to have a good showing at the Indy Mile. Uh, it'll depend on the track preparation and what they do to, to maintain the track during the day. I'm definitely stoked to uh, see another mile added to the schedule. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this one pans out, who uh, who comes out on top. Hopefully it'll be one hell of a weekend of racing. And I, I really look forward to the singles race. I mean, they were stacked in a, in a pile of six to eight riders there at Volusia on Saturday night. We could have a pack of 10 or 12 riders, maybe even all 16 riders, in one group around that track it'd be crazy um you know usually somebody will slip off the groove and we'll lose one here and that might happen again or someone might get bumped off the groove but it, it could be a you know potentially a huge pack of riders you know racing that finish line love to see it the clean the safe racing of course but yeah it's it's uh, gonna be super exciting regardless to see how everything pans out and what less than a week here a week from today also, we haven't mentioned this very much, Carter, but uh, people can still call in, leave a message for Oliver Brindley. He's checking those, and it definitely puts a smile on his face. So if you want to do that, 352-639-2924. If you want to leave a message for Oliver Brindley, I heard he still likes getting the messages, and uh, we need to keep our positive thoughts going over there to England. 100%. We've uh, seen a few updates of photos and, and pictures of Ollie. It's always good to see how he's doing, uh, and it's always good to reach out. And uh, Even if you're just you know not doing anything just want to say hey man not doing anything just want to let you know i'm thinking about you um all those things are great uh and i'm sure he appreciates it so uh Absolutely. what else is going on in the world of flat track mr dubes well i don't really know i'm just uh excited for indy and and maybe it kind of seems like we're kind of kicking off the season again because it's <laughs> been three weeks since we were at volusia so uh it's just good good to be you know think about headed to a racetrack again and uh that's about all i know man not much else new well, good stuff. You want to get into this week's episode then? Yeah, who you got lined up? Well, so I was blown away by this kid, and not just in the first couple of rounds this year. I, I believe in the previous years down in Volusia, this kid has impressed me, uh, but I don't think it, it was obviously not a national event. When he came out as a rookie, uh, and I followed him a little last year, he, he you know, placed some main events, had some uh, some decent finishes. Uh, and he's been, you know, gaining some speed. And this year came out of the gate and almost potentially won one of those events 
the event of the two, I would say, you know, the Saturday night singles race. Um, Brandon Kitchen, uh, got some time uh, with him tonight, if you want to chat it up with him. I'm really looking forward to this one. I don't know much about him. I know he's been getting faster and faster. I know he's been, you know, he stayed away as an amateur coming up, and he didn't get, you know, turned pro like when he turned 16, like some of the other guys we have on the on the show. He waited a little bit later, so I'd love to get to a little bit, know a little bit more about Brandon Kitchen. Let's call him up. That's good stuff. Let's do it. BK105, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Nothing, man. What are you doing? I haven't I haven't talked to you forever. It's been like three weeks since Felicia. What have you been doing? Uh, not much. Just sitting at home at Mich- in Michigan with uh, Dalton Godier and Morgan Mishler. Yeah, I heard about uh, you got a couple of new roommates. Um, how do you guys get anything done with, with that many flat trackers living in one place? Uh, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hectic, but it's good having them here pushing me to do better and improve my lap times and stamina and everything like that so you get to ride with them yep uh we have a track right out my back door it's pretty nice my uh, stepdad built it for me uh we built a water truck and we go out there whenever we want so it's pretty cool nice nice i i thought uh i thought morgan was up there so he could so he could work and dalton said he's just up there so he can ride so i mean you got to go to work too and then come home and ride or how does that work out Yep, actually today me and Morgan just got back from work at 5 o'clock, and Chris told me he was going to call at 6, so here I am. Right on. Well, we won't keep you too long because we know you. You know we know how important riding with those guys is, but uh, I just want to get to know you uh, a lot better. Uh, you are flying down there in Volusia. You've been flying for quite a while, but let's go way back to the beginning, and then we'll bring up Volusia here in just a little bit. But uh, where were you born? I was born in uh, Lapeer, Michigan. Okay. Is that where you grew up? Yeah, uh, Lapeer is about half hour from my house. I live in uh, Marlette, Michigan. It's just a small I, town in the thumb. Who else is from Lapeer, Michigan? I heard that name, that town before. Is that one of those great big fast guys that I've heard of? Uh, I know Goon Glass and Rubbers from here. There you go. And I think what I, I thought Lapeer, Michigan. I thought somebody like Springer was from there for a little while or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I might I might yeah, be mistaken. Yeah, he's close. Yeah. He's okay. Close. All right. That's cool. What's it like growing up there in Michigan? I mean, you know, there's motorcycle riders all over the place, but what's it like in your view? Uh, I have a, a track called Lucky Thumb. It's about 15 minutes. That was my home track. So I got to go there whenever I want. And when I was younger, that was about the only track I rode at. We never went out of state because my parents didn't really want to. And then I started going out of state and took off from there. So who got you into motorcycles? Uh, my stepdad. He uh, bought me a little Kawasaki 50. I yeah. was at a my first ever race was a motocross race at a fairgrounds. And I went through the whoop section. I got a little crossed up and went underneath the announcer stand. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! You'll never forget that. Nope, definitely not. So, did your stepdad race flat track too, or is he just around it, or or why did he get you into flat track or motorcycles? No, uh, he used to race motocross a little bit. And then he heard about the Lucky Thumb next to us, which is a flat track. So he tried that out, and yeah, that's about it. Have been okay. doing flat track since. That's cool. Brad Baker actually just talked about that racetrack. It's going to be on the AFT show. Um, he said that's where he he drove a micro sprint not too long ago. So it's just it's a flat track motorcycle racetrack, though, right? Yep, I was actually up there last weekend or whenever it was with his micro sprint. I was watering the track for him and rode a little bit. 
Yeah, and man, man it looked ripping on that thing. Yeah, I saw some videos of it, and he he looked like he fit right at home. And and what I told him is, I knew it was you because you're up there in the in the deep stuff up high, you know, like just like he did on a motorcycle. So I love that he's getting a chance to to drive that thing and, and getting a little throttle therapy. I think it's really cool. Um, have you ever tried a race car? No. Uh, hopefully, he'll let me get behind the wheel of that thing one day. I think it's a bunch of fun. Yeah, he's been trying to talk me into getting one too. So, because he, he, he's kind of kind of calling me out, saying I'm old. With age comes a cage, but I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Um, so, how old were you when you first raced flat track? Uh, I was five. That's why my number was five for so long. Okay. Yeah, I remember you as five K. I guess coming down to Springfield. I remember saying your name a lot at the Springfield short track area. Um, did that track fit your style? Because it's you, you, you know, it's kind of like the track by your house. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but the traction is uh, key. I don't weigh that much, so traction is hard to find for me. And Springfield just has tons of traction, and I love cushions, so it's just the best of both worlds. Okay, so did you race any more motocross after you went underneath the announcer stand, or is that when you switched to flat track? Yep, that's when I switched to flat track, but I do motocross now a little bit for training purposes. Okay. So how old were you when you turned pro? Because if I remember right, you, you're a smaller guy, but not quite, you know, you, you just, you're, you're a little bit older than you look. So when did you turn pro and how old were you? Uh, I turned pro when I was 19. We just started racing out of state at 16. So we just started traveling the country when I was younger and decided to wait till I was 19 to full pro season two. So what year was that? Um, when you when you turned pro was that was that 2019 or was that 2018 i don't, I don't quite remember yep yep that was uh, 2019 for some people it's an easy transition to go from amateur to pro how hard was it for you it was pretty difficult i didn't think it'd be as hard as it was i had good things coming into the season and daytona didn't go so good for me I, first practice i went and not uh, knocked myself out third lap i think it was and that was the end mm -hmm. of daytona for me and right. then the season just didn't go well until uh, we went out west. And I think Sacramento, I did really good. I got eighth place, and uh, the season just kept getting better every every race. Is is that because you got more used to it, or because you kind of figured out after that that race out in Paris that you could you could beat these guys? I mean, wh why do you think it it got better as the season went on? Once I knew I could do it, I think my confidence was like, all right, you can do this. So. Talk to me about making your first main event. Tell me about that day, and is it, is it a special memory for you? Yep, my first main event was a uh, line a half mile. I remember uh, the semi, I led the, led the first lap, and right there I was like, all right, I definitely got to make the main event. Can't throw it away here. I've already made it this far. And then uh, the main event came around, and I ended up, well, wasn't what I wanted. I wanted a top 10 for my first main event, but I'll take what I can get. Absolutely, especially a tough track like Lima, man. So 2019, you got 20th in the point standings. You made five main events, a best finish of the Springfield short track of sixth place. Uh, walk me through that day, sixth place. I mean, in your rookie season, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, coming into Springfield, I knew I could make the main event. And uh, the main event came around, and I got a good start. And I was just following around. And I almost actually caught Mikey Rush for fifth place. If I would have had like three more laps, I think I could have got him. So did you run the entire season? Cause you know, making five main events is pretty good, but did you run every race? I don't quite remember yet. All the races. Yeah. I ran every race, but Laconia, 
didn't decide to go to Laconia. Just it was kind of far northeast, and I think we had something else going that weekend, so we just decided not to. I gotcha. So, was that a successful first season to you, or would you have liked to done a little bit better, or you know just get the experience and move on to this year? I wish I would have done a bit better, but it was my first year. I know, but it's whatever. I guess I'll take what I can get and move on to this year, and hopefully I can improve from here. How has your program changed uh, from last year to this year? Pretty much the same, just mom and dad type stuff, going to the races. Got two Hondas for the miles and two KTMs for everything else, and just family support. That's about it. Okay. In the off season, did you go down to uh, Florida and, and ride with those guys a bunch? I know a, a lot. It seems like that's the trend right now is a, a lot of the fast guys are going down in Florida where they can ride a lot longer. Did you go down there and hang out with those guys and ride with them? Yep. Right after the AFT season finale, we packed my van up with all my belongings and I headed down to Pensacola with Robbie Bobby. We got a house. We rented out with uh, Dalton. Uh, Justin Jones and Morgan Mishler, and we just rode at Pensacola every week. And yeah, do you, do you think that helped you? Because you were flying down at Volusia. Do you think that was part of the reason? Because you got to ride down there all you know over the winter time. Yeah, that that helped a lot. Usually in Michigan, you can ride ice, but ice doesn't really compare to dirt because you have so much traction on ice. So it's good to be on dirt all winter and just stay on dirt and go to. the AFT opener and it just helped a lot. Well, let's talk about that season opener. Uh, you know, the first night you got sixth, really respectable because that that class is stacked. I think maybe a little bit more than even the the Super Twins class. And then let's. I really want to talk about Saturday night, fifth place, um, and you had a chance to win. I think you know. I've told everybody I've talked to, and we've gone back and, and watched that race over and over. I think maybe if that red flag one that came out, you would have had a, a very good chance to win. Um, talk me through that race. How exciting was it to be right there in the mix with all those fast guys? First thing I want to say is Saturday's night race was insane. That was probably my most favorite race I've ever been in. Everyone rode clean. You can ride top of the groove, bottom of the groove, and everyone was just about the same lap times. It was just who would make a mistake, slide jobs, everything. It was just really fun. Yeah, it was it was the most exciting race I think I've ever called for sure. Maybe one of the most exciting races I've ever seen in person. But um, do you think you had a chance at winning it before that red flag came out? Yeah, I, I think I got up to second, I think it was. But even if I would have passed or the lead, I, I don't think I could have broke away. And then the red flag would have came out either way. So I would have okay. had a red. Yeah, it wouldn't have been that good, I don't think. But we did we did good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think you, you might have got a little bit of a bad start or somebody else might have got a little better start because you were up there a little bit further, but you still end up fifth. I think you got to be happy with the opening weekend, don't you? Oh, yep. That's my first top five, too, so I was pretty pumped on that. On the restart, I remember Cameron Smith coming underneath me, and I'm, and I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, where did he come from? I don't remember him being up here. So that just show, goes to show you what a red flag can do for some people. Yeah, it can it can be good for some people, bad for others. You're currently fifth in the point standings. Are you planning on riding all the races in 2020? Yes, we are. Uh, cool. Goal is to stay top five all year. So, yeah. My mom says if I get top five, I can get a Rotax. So that's the goal. <laughs> that's worth it right there, buddy. You better try really hard. That's my favorite motorcycle. Um, are you you, know, you you said you're riding a lot with with uh with those guys. 
do they help you at the racetrack too? I mean, I know Dalton is in a different class. Morgan is running singles and production twins. Do they help you or is they, are they somebody you can talk to at the, at the national level? Yeah. Rob and Dalton text me during the day, just telling me what the track's doing, what I should do for bike setups. And they watch my qualifying and tell me if I need to change gearing or racing lines or anything like that. And Morgan pits with me. So whenever okay. we come off the track, we just, we just talk to each other about what's going on, what we feel, stuff like that. Right on. Well, Morgan, Morgan typically runs a little bit different line than everybody else. He always goes up in the, in the high stuff. So maybe take or put one more, one more tooth on the rear sprocket so he can run a little bit lower than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the one that actually showed me the high line in the main event. So thanks to him. Yeah, absolutely, man. It, it all works out. That's pretty cool. So do you travel with him to the races or who travels with you when you go to the races? Yep. Morgan comes with us and Dalton doesn't really know until a couple of days before because that's how he is. But yeah, he, he'll ride with us sometimes or he'll fly one of the two. So who works on your bikes? That's all me. Really? All right. Yep. It, did you go to school for that, or just something you've picked up on from from just by doing it? Yep, I, me and my stepdad, when I was racing amateur stuff, just spent a lot of time out in the garage. He was teaching me how to do stuff, and he obviously has to work, so I'll take a couple of days off work and get the bikes ready for AFT race. Man, that is awesome, man! That I'm proud of you for doing that. That you know, a lot of people don't do that. Um, at the racetrack, does he does he come and help you out, or is it just all you? Nope, he comes to the AFT races and makes adjustments on the bikes and stuff, so that that's pretty good. Okay. Are you stoked that Indy is on the schedule and that's our next race? Yes, I am super happy. I was super bummed to find out that we weren't going to have a mile, and then I heard about Indy, and I was like, yes, finally a mile, and I know I can do pretty good on miles, so we'll see how do you it goes. Have, do you have much mile experience? Nope. Uh, my first ever mile was Lexington last year, so okay. didn't get to race what? any miles as an amateur. Okay. What did you think of Lexington? It was pretty, pretty cool. The draft is something never been in a draft before. And it's pretty fun going into the corner. I remember the very first time I picked my head up and the wind hit me right in the head. And I'm like, Holy oh. crap. This is different. <laughs> it tries pulling you off the back of the motorcycle, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just I'm blown away by not you know not having any mile experience and and you you seem like you did well at Lexington. Do you talk to Morgan and Dalton about you know drafting and and you know how to figure it out or is that something you just have to learn on your own? Yeah, I've asked Dalton a lot about drafting and stuff to do. And last year was his first time on a mile on a single too, so he was kind of new at that too. But he taught me some stuff and I just put it in a notebook, went out there and gave it a mile. Man, that's awesome. I, I can't wait for Indy as well. Uh, it's one of my favorite tracks. You know, it, it might be a little bit loose up top, and, and uh, you know, you can kind of go out there and ride that thing wide open. It's a lot of fun. Um, what other tracks are you looking forward to in 2020? Uh, definitely Springfield. Now that it's a short track, I think it is. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Still to, I might break out my 09 Honda for that one. <laughs> go down there and win it on an 09. That'd be, that'd be awesome, man. Yep, every year at Springfield, I bring out old trusty 09 for Springfield. Yeah, and that's the one that had the 5K number plate, right? I think you that's the number you used to run, yep. right? Yeah? Yep. Dude, that's exciting. I'm, I'm so excited for you. Um, what other tracks are you looking forward to besides Springfield Short Track? 
Uh, I even forget what's on the schedule. This whole COVID stuff has everything so jumbled up. But, <laughs> I'm right there uh, with you. Yeah, Charlotte. I think Charlotte. We haven't been there yet. Okay. But I think that'll be a pretty good one. Atlanta. I know. I I need redemption on there. I mean, I I think I got tenth or something in the semi. So I know I can. I know I have the speed there. I just need to change up some lines there. Atlanta, Do you but, think? Yeah, is is Atlanta as slick as everybody said? Because um, it, it just seems like it looks like it's really fast and really tacky, but everybody I've talked to said it's really slick. Yeah, it's pretty deceiving. Yeah, it's okay. pretty slick. How do you learn how to ride on these different type of tracks? Just by going out there and doing it, or can you can you practice anything like that at home? Uh, we don't have any tracks around here like that, so basically I just show up to the AFT race and give it i got you so also a while back when we had the covid and everything was not as normal we did some e-racing and your little brother was was beating a lot of people i thought we we're gonna have him on the on the off the groove podcast before we had you on there is he that good at video games or does he play it all the time or what yeah he's pretty good at video games he does play it quite a bit but he's uh yep that's about it <laughs> <laughs> do you play video games with them i mean i mean it's, it'd be hard to get beat by your little brother all the time yeah it is hard to get beat but sometimes i have to <laughs> break out the old ps4 and show them how it's done <laughs> kick some old school huh yeah <laughs> right on is he is he still racing too i know he uh i said his name a little bit not too long ago uh i can't remember where it was at but uh, i think he's pretty fast as well isn't he yep he uh just moved up to the 250 class this year and uh, my parent or my dad is starting to take him out of state, and he won an uh, he won the 250 class on a short track in Plymouth for a okay. season ace race. So that's where it he was. Has okay. Speed. So I might have to take him down to Springfield coming up to the short track, see how he does there. So tell me what what Lane's world is. I, I don't even know what that is. He's a uh, he's from Pensacola. He's a video editor. Dalton and Morgan met him down there. And okay. he's just he's just stoked to be in the flat track now. He's like it's something different, different than motocross, and he's just getting better each time he does it. So that's cool. I I haven't seen it. Um, my buddy Carter, who who's uh you know the producer of this podcast, he was trying to tell me about him, and I just had to get your two cents on it. Uh, I guess he makes some really good videos, huh? Yep, I actually got one done just before Volusia, and put it out on my Instagram, and yeah, people seem to like it. That's really cool. Um. Why are you number 105? I guess because you were five when you were growing up? Yep. I didn't. Yeah, I just wanted to keep the five in there. So I just went with 105. And I could have changed to a double digit this year, but there's really no numbers that I felt fit me. So I just kept 105. All right. So who's going to go on the victory lap with you when you win your first race? I haven't really decided yet. All right. All right. I well, just need to focus I... on winning the main event first. I like that. I like that. That's a good job right there. So we're already at the end of the podcast. It's time for Graham's question. I don't know if you know who Graham is, but she's been watching you for a long time because her favorite track to go to is Springfield. So she's heard your name a bunch. I don't even know if she's met you yet, but uh, she's a big fan. But she said she's been watching you train and travel a whole lot more this year. And she says she didn't think that was normal for you. But she, what she wants to know is, do you have any other interests besides racing? Like, are you going to school or do you have any hobbies outside of racing? Uh, no, I don't really have any other hobbies. It's just race, race, race. All right. 
Are you going to school? Are you you're completely out of school? Or are you, are you going to college? I know you, you said you're about 19 now. Yep, I graduated high school last year. I actually dropped out of high school to pursue racing more and got my uh, diploma through online schooling. Awesome. I finished out online schooling so I could race out of state more and not have to be back here in Michigan for school. And then now I just work with my stepdad excavating. All right. Cool. That's awesome. Well, now it's time for the rapid fire question. So tell me the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you the question, are you ready? Yeah. What's the favorite bike you've ever ridden? 2009 Honda 450. All right. Favorite racetrack? Springfield Shore Track. Who's your favorite flat tracker of all time? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh... Hmm. I like Brian Smith a lot. I didn't really watch much flat track when I was younger, so I just know okay. about the people now. So Brian Smith for sure. I gotcha. Michigan racing or Florida racing? Ooh, that's a tough decision, but I'm gonna have to go with the home state of Michigan. All right. Who's your favorite person to go bench racing with? Oh, I don't even know. I to be too honest, I don't know. All right. Do you have a nickname? Yeah, Blazing Brandon. Blazin but I would like Brandon. a new one. All I right. I would like a new one if you can think of one. I'll work on that. I like I like BK one oh five, but you know that it just shortens up your initials. So that's just your initials. So I'll we'll have to work on something. Um when you're heading out to the races, you have to have your what? What's something you have to have? My hat. I always wear a hat. All right. Do you have any certain particular hat you have to wear, or does it you just got one that that you're stuck with for a little while and you change them up? Uh, I was stuck on a Gobert Smash hat that Dalton gave me, so I was stuck on that for a while, but I'm looking for a new one. I got gotcha. you. So who who's the next champion? It could be in any one of the classes. You race in the singles class, but you, you can answer however you like in whichever class you want. So, so am I doing all three? If you want to. All right. It's so up to you. Singles. Singles, I know it's one of my competitors, but I have a feeling Dallas Daniels is going to go really good this year. So okay. that'd, probably be, that'd probably be my pick for the singles. Yep. I wish it would be me. It could be me. I hope it, it is. It could be, yeah. And then production twins is Corey Texture. And then okay. super twins is, I'd like it to be Dalton, but it's probably going to be Jared Meese. By the looks of Volusia, it's probably going to be Jared, but Breyer is pretty quick too, so. Yeah, right on. And last question, we kind of borrow this one from Dave Despain. I know you're a youngster, but what are you most proud of so far in your in your short life? I'd say working with my dad. I started really young working with him, so I know how to run pretty much every heavy equipment there is. Dude, that's awesome. Well, we really appreciate your time and stopping by on, on the podcast Off the Group. Before we let you go, do you want to say thanks to anybody? Yeah, I'd like to say thanks to uh, my mom and dad for – everything they do, uh, Henson, uh, Bell Helmets, my little sister, Maya, uh, a Serbius Plast, uh, my dad, my little brother, Ethan, uh, Custom Finish Pro. There's so many. I just right want to on. say thanks to everyone. That's cool, man. Well, congratulations on a good opening weekend down there at Volusia, and best luck to you at Indy and the remainder of the 2020 season. Thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. What did you learn, Mr. Carter? I learned that you better start working on a new nickname for him. 
I guess so. I, I didn't realize he even had one before, but uh, Blazing. So yeah, we'll have to work on that. I'm pretty sure you'll come up with a good nickname. I'm not worried about that at all. You've done it before and you'll do it again. All right, I'll have to work on that. I, you know, every time I see BK, I think Burger King, but that's not, that's nothing. I gotta think, I gotta get, I gotta straighten up and fly right. The Whopper. <laughs> the Whopper. We'll have to work on that. Well, I want you to be careful on your way up to Loretta Lens. I'm I'll a little try. bit jealous of you going up there to watch some outdoor motocross. I've never been to the ranch. I'm pretty excited to check it out. Um, it'll be I've fun. Never, I've never been there either. Yeah, it'll be I, cool. I think I got, I got close to getting qualified for it one time when I was racing motocross, but man, it's just a way far way to go. And <laughs> I think it's usually around Sturgis time, and Dad would rather go up to Sturgis and hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I missed Sturges this year. I didn't go to Sturges, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get, get to go check out Loretta's. It'll be a nice 10-hour drive up there, so I'm not looking forward to it. But the things you do to do the things you love. So I'll be making some TV right. again, which I'm thankful to be able to do. And you get paid for it. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it'll be fun um, and interesting. I'm sure I'll be uh, posting stuff on the socials if you want to follow along and check out my adventures uh doing a broadcast while are all you, the chaos is going put, on are you gonna put it on yours you gonna put it on the off the groove one i can put it on both maybe um oh that that reminds me tell me uh chambers is racing out there so he he's at uh, yeah yeah he's gonna be racing about four or five events nationals there's national events this year for okay. the five or the nine and he's uh he's on the road to win or to to make his first main event like He's never made a main event, so uh, I'm kind of thinking about maybe working with him to do some kind of little series. I'm follow his journey, so we may have him on to talk about it. I think he's definitely going to be on the tank slap and stuff, but um, I don't know, man. It, I, I definitely would love to kind of get to know that whole world a little better. I, I don't think anything's going to top flat track, uh, but but I don't know. If I'm out there working it, why not uh, try to make some content and, and help yeah. our boy Chambers out while he's a uh, trying to make his first main maybe he'll make his first main i hope hope he does or make his first national motor outdoor motocross that'd be cool yeah uh, i'll let you know we'll keep it posted as the as the season progresses but cool yeah all right man we'll be safe have fun i'm gonna kind of take it easy one more weekend before my season gets really crazy and then uh, i'll be getting ready for indy so thanks to all of our listeners thanks for all the comments all the feedback uh we certainly appreciate it smash that like button tell all your friends about the podcast We'll talk to you next Friday. Peace. See you. else what do you mean anything else i think we got everything in there you don't think you forgot something no are you sure no are you sure i think you forgot something you don't think you forgot something